Welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast. You are listening to episode two of the second season. And this week, we're going to be breaking down the action from week one. And we're also going to be handing out our weekly most impressive and disappointing performances of the week. Thanks for listening. What is going on, guys? How are y'all doing today on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon? Um, Doing great, bro. I mean, week one, football. Football's finally back. Great slate of games. Um, yeah, I'm doing great. Yeah, we got Shlok on the line. Man, Shlok, say what's up. What is good, my friends? Everybody, How are you? everybody, right. go check out Shlok's uh, TikTok, man. He's 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 swear he's going viral one of these days. At Shlok underscore a underscore cola, baby. I don't know. Shloka cola. Um. So, anyways, let's jump right into it. Week one NFL action. Let's start off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, first game of the week to kick off the season. And um, uh, a little bit of takeaway here from this game. Dak Prescott looked impressive. Um, the O-line held up as, as much as they could against that Buccaneers uh, front four. And um, the defense, overall, the Cowboys defense wasn't as terrible as I expected. Dan Quinn did make some, um, some improvements on that defense. And as a Cowboys fan... I can't be too mad at this loss. I cannot be too mad. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about moral victories and stuff. I, I don't agree with that. The Buccaneers turned the ball over five times. Granted, one of those was a Hail Mary uh, attempt. But you turn over the, oh, the Cowboys wanted the turnover differential by, I think it was plus, they had three turnovers, uh, three turnover differential, and they still lost the game. And that just goes on Mike McCarthy's play calling, I believe. Uh, I rewatched some of the game and some play calls, especially in the red zone, you can't kick field goals. I feel like there's, there's some fourth downs that we should have went for. And we ultimately decided to give Greg the leg who had back surgery. You know, he said he wasn't hundred percent. We let him go in there and he missed a couple of crucial field goals that I feel like would have put us over the edge and want to win that game. But unfortunately uh, things didn't go our way. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, I got to say real quick for the one time, um, He's on a short leash with me, man. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this guy anymore, bro. Like, I know you don't get the ball enough. I know Zach Martin was out. You could say whatever you want to say. But I think Zeke, on that crucial, I think it was third and one from the, like, the uh, the Buccaneers' three-yard line. They ran a option an option play. Rookie Zeke would have got past that. I believe Tony Pollard would have got, got, got past that. And um, Zeke couldn't. This 2021 version of Zeke, I know he lost weight, but uh, maybe he just doesn't have that same burst as he used to have back in the days. Uh, overall, though, I, I think as a Cowboys fan, hang your head high, not too high, because we got the Chargers next week, and Justin Herbert is ready to pounce on us. And also, um, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. So with a minute and 24 seconds left, better, yeah, a minute 24 seconds left, and a timeout is just too much time for Brady. And uh, ultimately, that's why the Cowboys lost this game. That's nothing, nothing more I can say about that. Yeah, that was one of the best um, season openers uh, I've ever watched. Uh, I was very surprised um, by the performance the Cowboys put up. That looked really good. Um, looked a little... Looked a little cautious running outside of the pocket and not as mobile as... Um, see as he gets that confidence back um yeah there's no excuse uh they forced four turnovers to the cowboys one 
um, and still didn't pull out the win. Um, the defense, yes, they did make plays, but uh, it's still leaky on that back end. Like Anthony Brown, like he cannot be on Antonio Brown. Like that's just not a good matchup. And um, Brady Burton, Burt, um, uh, but yeah, they looked. The Cowboys, they looked better than I thought. Um, but the Bucks, um, you know, it was first game of the season coming out the Super Bowl. Um, had the banner unveiling, all that stuff. So uh, kind of, I guess they weren't as locked in maybe as you think they are. And um, they looked a little shaky defensively. The secondary is going to be an issue if they can't get a pass rush. And they could not really get to Dak much. Mm. Um, so those guys are going to have to hold up on the back end. They lost Murphy Bunning for a few weeks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Ross Cockrell as the third corner, that is not, not – that is just not that great. So, uh, yeah, hopefully Murphy Bunting comes back soon. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the game, just gave Brady too much time. Um, the Dallas has had struggled uh, these past few years in converting those type of situations. Um, they just needed one first down, and the game would have pretty much, pretty much been iced. Um, but they just haven't been able to convert in those situations. So uh, that's something that they're going to have to improve. Obviously, the play calling Mike McCarthy – Got to run the ball a little more, bit more. I feel, felt like they were kind of disrespecting Zeke. Um, you got to get him rolling. He's not the type of guy who can, you can give 10 carries, and he's going to go off for like 100 and something yards. You got to establish the run with them. They're going to need it later on in the season. Um, but, yeah, uh, pretty encouraging performance, I'd say, I guess, for the Cowboys fans. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Brady's Brady, and he's going to do what he did at the end of that game. Yeah, man, you guys really summed it up pretty well. All, the, all I got to say is 44, 44 years old has never looked better. And that man, he's going to – he's MVP season, brother. A, a for incoming or no? Bro, is that even a question? I mean, I mean yeah, okay, look, the secondary is a little banged up. I do I think, I do fear that a little bit. I do fear a little bit of the competition in the NFC right mm-hmm. now. Like, there's some – the NFC West is stacked, man. And uh, the work is going to be cut out there. But when I, when I got 12 on my side – there's no, uh, there's no looking back. Wow. All right. Uh, moving on to the one o'clock slate on Sunday. First game I want to talk about is the Los Angeles Chargers heading into Washington to take on the football team. And uh, very, very nitty gritty game. Uh, I was on red zone, so it was bouncing back and forth. But every time red zone was on, I saw Justin Herbert making some crazy throw. Uh, I'm pretty sure Shrey was watching a lot of it. But um, on third down, especially on third down, this man, Justin Herbert, was like he – he made the plays when he needed to make the plays. Um, 31 of 47, 337 yards, and a, t- a touchdown and a pick. Um, you know, I'll say this about the Chargers. The, the fact that they, they weren't scared to throw the ball, they trusted the O-line, that young O-line, Rashawn Slater, who is absolute monster. But um, that O-line is, is going to be top five, top ten O-line in the league. The way they're playing, handling that Washington football team front four – I mean, they were pushing those guys around. Justin Herbert looked like he had a clean pocket most of the game. Um, he ended up throwing for 330 yards, which is not easy to do on this Washington football team, especially with um, that D-line always coming after you. But uh, I think they, put, they called a really nice game, had a lot of short passes. I mean, when you get Keenan Allen the ball like nine times, it's a good sign of things to come. Mike Williams had a couple of drops. Um, but other than that, I mean, the Chargers look really good. And like I said before, man, if Justin Herbert – 
can do this against a very good defense. Imagine what he can do against the Dallas Cowboys next week. So that's all I'm about to say. Um, yeah, Justin Herbert MVP season is coming up. Yeah, I mean, he looked good. Uh, a lot of things I said on um, last Wednesday uh, really uh, came true. I told you, I remember, I was like, yeah, I'm scared of Rashawn Slater. He's strapped up Chase Young. He's um, transcendent, bro. Yes, he is dirty. He is, yeah, he is something else. Um, I actually scouted him uh, earlier this year before the draft, and you could, he just flew off the screen. Um, he's just he, – he's a, he's a generational-type talent. Um, he can move really well. He's really strong. Um, and he held his own, and he was – he was pretty much neutralizing whoever was on his side in pass rush situations. He was getting Chase Young out of the way in the run, too. So, uh, yeah, that line is going to be much improved from last year. I think Herbert is going to have a lot of time this week against the Cowboys. That line, they, they really addressed it this year, um, getting Lindsley. Um, obviously, they have Belaga at the right tackle. And then Slater as the bookend, um, they're going to be much improved. The defense was really good um, for the Chargers. Derwin James – Having him back is just – it's a huge addition. Um, he's one of the best defensive players in the league. All he needs to do is stay healthy. Um, and I think the Chargers are going to continue um, their success this week against the Cowboys. I just don't think it's a good matchup for them. So, yeah, Chargers um, – if you're a Chargers fan, you got to be happy after that performance last um, week. But uh, Washington, it's just so sad – Always a question mark, and yet again, another injury. Ryan Fitzpatrick out for presumably six to eight weeks. I, I think it'll probably be a little bit longer because he's he's up there, and a dis- dislocated hip, you never know with those. So Hey, what did yeah. I say, though, man? What did I say? Heineke's the answer, bro. Since day one, I've been saying Heineke's the answer, and he balled out. I can't. Yeah, he, did, he played pretty well coming in. Um, I look for him to do much better against uh, the Giants, but he looked pretty good against a good defense. Uh, he made some really nice throws. He gives the receivers a chance. He gave Logan Thomas a chance. Uh, he gives Terry. He gave Terry a few chances. So um, he he's aggressive out there. Um, I don't like his arm strength, but he gets the ball where he need, where it needs to be, and he's pretty accurate. Um, the defense they got to get off on third down, man. They I think it was a record 14 third down conversions for the Chargers. Um, and uh, the rookie corner Benjamin St. Juice, they were going after him every single um, big play. Um, they're getting out on him every single time in man coverage. So they're going to have to figure out. Um, I think it was more they just couldn't get the pass rush. I didn't think the secondary was at that good last year. We just got a really good push um, with the front line. Um, so I think as the D-line starts getting into form, um, the secondary will start playing a little bit better too. I like what I saw out of Cam Crow. Um, but, yeah, you got to get teams off on third down. Um and um, hopefully um, we can figure out this third cornerback situation because uh, it did not look good. They were just hunting St. Juice out the whole game pretty much. Um, mm. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to game on Thursday. Um, really hope they can win. Um, easy dub. Easy dub. Um, but I'm not even going to talk about the Giants. Easy, easy work, bro. Don't even, don't even stress. I don't know, man. I, I, if our defense – if our line doesn't get three to four sacks, I'm going to be worried. Against bro, the seeing the Giants against the Broncos – I'm not even going to talk about that game. It was like <laughs> – the Giants looked like they, – they, they looked like they were a college football team, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all. That's pretty much all my thoughts on that game. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to hold you guys. I didn't see this game. Not much invested, but, you know. <laughs> I, I did I did, uh, I did keep up with the ESPN app, and I was surprised it was actually that close. So, congrats on the 
football team to actually keep it that close. You know, we'll see what Heineke does. I'm sorry about Fitz Magic. That's very Fitz tragic. You know. Oh, so he, he texted me that too. <laughs> Yo, Shlok, man, you're like a rapper, bro. You be writing, writing bars all, all the it's time, a bar, man. But um, hey, man, RG three. I think he wants he wants you guys to make a call. Stop. So maybe Absolutely stop. Not. <laughs> but I'll yeah. say this, man. I'll say this. When Justin Herbert threw that pick, I, I thought the game was over. And then, then I was watching Red Zone. And then the very next play, the Chargers had the ball in the three-yard line. And so uh, Antonio yeah, Gibson. Antonio no Gibson can't – yeah, he can't fumble that there, man. He had two fumbles the game. The earlier fumble that he had, they said it wasn't a fumble, but the replay showed it was a fumble. So, I mean, ball security is huge. Can't be fumbling there. I, th- I can't even blame that touchdown on the defense. I think they still played pretty well. It's just like they, you're not going to stop Justin Herbert at the four-yard line. Thanks. Yeah. Moving on, um, we got a, re- a rematch of one of the uh, games last year, the Steelers visiting Buffalo and taking on the Bills. And the first half of this game was a snooze fest, bro. This man, <laughs> Big Ben, looked like – bro. He, Big Ben looked like um, – Marcus all on the Lakers, man. Yeah, he looked like – he looked like <laughs> a, he looked washed. Like, let me straight up say he was washed in the first half. I mean, he, he didn't even throw for 200 yards this game. This was not – Big Ben, this is for sure is last year. I don't care what he says. I, I think he mm-hmm. did say this is last year. I mean, there's just no way he's going to stay another year. It's like Drew Brees from last year. It's just uh, – he's it's looking a little rough. But on the other hand, you had Josh Allen, mm-hmm. his first game back of the season. He looked a little rusty too. Um, I mean, he threw I 51 told you times. Guys, I told you guys. I know. It's his first game back. It's his first game back, bro. Against a very against, good defense. Against a top five defense too, yeah. Um, Josh Allen looked a little rusty. The, the Bills looked like the entire game just very lethargic, um, never really had a momentum or any type of movement besides the end of the, the first half where they scored a touchdown to go up 10-0. But um, I think this game changed solely when after that um, block punt and yep. the Steelers scored and took the lead. Because, I mean, the Steelers, the Steelers in the second half, they're driving down. They got like two field goals, I think. And then the block punt basically just blew, up the, blew open the game. And the momentum swung um, heavily on the Steelers' end. And Big Ben had a nice little drive and threw it to Deontay Johnson for a touchdown. And at that point – That was a great catch, by the way. It was a great catch by Deontay. Um, But at that point in the game, I mean, I don't know. The Bills just didn't look like the same Bills from last year. I think they'll get it back together uh, by next week. But, no, they they just look very slow and lethargic. And um, the Steelers' defense, I got to say – I thought they would regress just slightly from last year. But this defense, the way they're playing, T.J. Watt is unblockable, bro. This man is everywhere, like every single play. He's just flying over the field. He had two sacks on Josh Allen. And, um, yeah, he the, the Steelers defense. Yeah, this Steelers defense um, can win you some games, as we saw last year. Because, you know, Big Ben was a uh, shell of himself towards the middle of the season. Uh, but, yeah, Steelers defense, like I said, man, if you have the Steelers defense, you got Mike Tomlin, you're going to be – at least you're gonna, at least going to be win not eight nine, eight or nine games. So um, maybe we'll see Dwayne Haskins later in the year. But uh, yeah, that's what my thoughts on this game are. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben, you you said it right. I mean, he's glacial, like as Skip Bayless says, he's glacial. <laughs> he can't move. Um, doesn't like running play action. Uh, very rigid um, quarterback. Um, I I think this is last year as well. Um, their offense is just so boring and predictable. Um, I like – I mean, the Bills' defense played really well. Uh, they strapped up Najee Harris and um, Big Ben and the rest of the offense. Um, it was just – the offense was just really stagnant. Obviously, against 
a top five defense in the Steelers, it is hard to move the ball. Um, but uh, I think they made some weird decisions. That fourth down play was really weird on fourth and one around their 50-yard line. And then obviously they had the special teams miscue uh, with that block punt. So you're not going to win games when you make mistakes like that. Um, I think they will bounce back. Um, hopefully they can figure out that pass rush because that's going to be – I think that's going to be huge for them um, in beating – possibly beating uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, but, yeah, just a really ugly game. Um, Josh Allen, 51 throws. They're gonna, they have, they got, they've got to find some sort of a running game that is outside of Josh Allen because he is – he has so much responsibility right now. I mean, Zach Moss was a healthy scratch. I don't know what is going on with all that. Maybe use Matt Breida a little bit. Um, but, yeah, they got to find some sort of balance on their offense or else it's going to be trouble for them. Yeah, man. Uh, I also didn't watch this game. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He was I recovering mean, from the hangover, bro. <laughs> Slow, man. What were you doing on Saturday night? Tell um, the audience. I don't think we need to talk about that. That's a very personal issue. Uh, personal matter. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, I mean, no. Nah, I, I was recovering during this, the first half of the first set of the games. Mm-hmm. So, um I mean, you guys, you guys really just cover everything, yo. I'm, I'm the last person to speak. Like, what am I supposed to say for this? <laughs> all, right, all right, what game do you want? What, what game do you want to do next, man? I'll, I'll let you speak. Uh, in the one o'clock slate. In the one o'clock slate. In the one o'clock slate. Man, you didn't watch any of these. Who played, man? Who played? <laughs> all right, whatever. No, moving the on. Seahawks. On. Seahawks. Colts. Let's talk about that. You want to talk about Seahawks? Colts. All right, go ahead. Take it away. Man, all I gotta say is that man, Russell Wilson. Every time he comes out. For the first eight weeks, this man looks lights out. He looks like the runaway MVP. This man was toying with the defense. That defense is not bad at all. And this man threw four touchdowns on them like it was nothing. Tyler Lockett, he's such a he's so reliable. And then you got Metcalf. Uh, you, you just got so many weapons on that team. Chris Carson's on that team. Hopefully he stays healthy. Seahawks could be a very dark contender in this uh, for the Super Bowl. They're always in it. Russell yeah. Wilson's that guy. That's all I really yeah. got to say about that. I got for what I got to say about this game is Russell Wilson played almost nearly perfect. I mean, what do you expect? I feel like first eight weeks of the season, like Schlope said, man, Russell Wilson MVP conversation every single time. Like a runaway, bro. He, yeah, like a runaway. Like... He bought out. I think he had a hundred fifty-two point three rating. Uh, perfect quarterback rating is I think one fifty-eight point three. So like, this man was lights out. Um, every time I, every time Redzone was on him, he was making a big play, throw to Tyler Lockett. Um, throw it to Gerald Everett, throw it to DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Like I said about the Seahawks, though, every time, man, you can't get your hopes too high for this team because somehow, some way in the middle of the season or towards they the end, they, the they start folding. They'll start off like 4-0, and and then they'll start losing three of their next four. Or, like, they'll, they'll just lose a lot of games that they shouldn't lose, and the offense randomly becomes stagnant. But right now, early in the season, I've seen it for, like, four or five straight years. They're starting off strong, like usual, against a Colts team that have a, have a very, very – uh, solid defense. DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard. Um, you got just Julian Blackman, TJ Carey. I mean, there are players there, but uh, yeah. Right. Uh, the the Seahawks, in the that's the worst, the last thing you want to play in the beginning of the season, man. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Russ uh, was basically flawless, 18 of 23. Um, had four touchdowns. Um, had a few really, really nice throws to Tyler Lockett. Um, the Colts, on the other hand, I, I they're supposed to have a good line, but I think losing those two left tackles and then not having Eric Fisher is really going to hurt them. Uh, Wentz got sacked three times, lost a fumble. Um, 
he came here so that he'd get away from the issues that the Eagles had these past this past year. And um, it looks like he's going to be under fire yet again um, until Eric Fisher comes back. And we, he's coming off Achilles injury, so we don't know if he's going to be at full strength. We saw what happened to Taylor Lewan coming off a major injury, um, one of the best ta- tackles in the league. So uh, yeah, it's gonna. It could be. It could get rough for um, Wentz. No Ty Hilton. Um, so I I think the Colts are gonna have to win one of these next. Like they have a tough schedule coming up, so they're gonna have to win at least two of these next three or four games. They got the Rams coming up, Tennessee, and then Miami. Um, not the easiest of schedules. They're gonna have to go split these games if they wanna um, have a chance at um, winning this division. Um, even though it is pretty weak. But, yeah, on on the side of Seattle, um, yeah, the defense was looking a lot better than I thought it would be. They were one of the best defenses the second half of the year last year. So if they can continue that um, and Russ can um, continue his early season success throughout the entire season, they could be scary in a very tough division. Mm. All right, moving on, man, moving on. Let's talk about Trevor Lawrence's debut. Um, you know, very, very – I wouldn't even say disappointed. I kind of expected them uh, to not do well, even though I picked them to win. But the way they lost to the Texans was just just embarrassing. Um, Trevor Lawrence is going to be in for a long, long year, bro. Urban Meyer, I think is he is not the right coach for this team. Uh, he still thinks oh, yeah. this is college, bro. Trevor Lawrence, I I'm going to feel bad, man. You're going to take you're going to take losses in your career. Like never before, man. This is going to be the longest year of your life. Uh, this Jaguars team, after watching them play the Texans, I have a good feeling we'll go 0-17. So many drops, man. If, if you were watching this game, um, there were so many drops by, by good receivers, too. I saw DJ Chark drop one. Uh, James Robinson dropped a couple. But I, Trevor was throwing them on the money, and he just they couldn't catch the ball. Um, this whole team just needs a revamp. From the top down, have Trevor Lawrence, keep James Robinson, whatever. Keep some of the receivers, but the rest of the team needs to go, bro. The defense is trash. Uh, Miles Jack is the only okay player. The rest of the team, I don't even know half these players. Maybe Shaquille Griffin, but, I mean, the team is just not good. And um, for the Texans, Tyrod Taylor looks solid. He looks solid. Um, If he keeps balling out like this, which I highly doubt, I don't think they're going to bring Deshaun back. Deshaun Um, Watson who? That's what I'm saying. And Brandon Cooks played well, too. But once again, you can't really take anything away from this game. They played the Jaguars. So one of the worst rosters in NFL history. Go ahead, Who, who the hell was watching this game? <laughs> Most boring. <laughs> Man, everyone could have expected uh, a pretty bad football game from both sides. Well, actually, I guess we got to say we get the surprise team this today was the Texans this week. Because Tyrod Taylor, man. Hey, he's keeping them afloat. If he keeps playing like this, Deshaun Watson, who man? You'll see. Whoever they play next, man. Whoever, whoever they play next, gonna have a career game, man. They open as plus eleven and a half against the Browns this week. So uh, we'll see. We'll see against the real team. Hey, hey, just like I said, man. Whoever plays Jaguars gonna have a career game. Just wait, Teddy Bridgewater this week against Jacksonville. (laughs) Oh man, Bob Miller four sacks. Oh man, oh yeah. uh, Up and down game for Trevor. Um, kind of expected it. I'm not too mad about the interceptions. I mean, doesn't have much around him. Um, and he's a guy who throws who who is aggressive. Like he's gonna throw some picks. 
He threw them in college. Yeah, three picks is a lot, but um, he's still a rookie. Um, it's not going to be easy. And I think Urban Meyer's out after this season. He might even leave in the middle of this. No, no, I, I, I don't think... trust him to stay. Yeah, I have. Develop. I think he is not going. He's going to quit before they can fire him, bro. He yeah, not, there's yeah. no way. He's I think he's him. out of there at some point this season. He does not like losing. This is a full rebuild. One of the worst rosters in the league. Very bad oh, offensive yeah. line. Lots of holes. Uh, I I just don't think this is going to be a very fun season for Jaguars fans. Besides yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, this is it is a wild stat to, that this is his first regular season loss. Like that is actually yeah. his career, yeah. high school, college, or pro. Yeah, first loss ever. He's gonna um, see a lot more coming. He's gonna see a lot more coming. Facts. Moving on to the last game, we're gonna talk about the one o'clock window. It's the Arizona Cardinals taking on Ooh. the Tennessee Titans. Man, yo, I had the Titans winning this game, um, but uh, I got two words, man. Chandler Jones, that man is different. Brian Tannehill looked scared for the rest of the game after – I think he had three sacks in the first quarter, bro. Chandler Jones had three sacks in the first quarter, and after that, the game was over. Kyler Murray was making some crazy plays, bro. I've never seen this man – I mean, Kyler Murray, I, he does some incredible things. This is basically watching, like, Russell Wilson – On steroids. At times. On steroids, yeah, because Cliff Kingsbury will let him do whatever he wants. Um, D-Hop got, got loose, got two touchdowns. Um, and I mean, Chandler Jones pretty much sealed the deal for the Titans, bro. Once, once they, they got pressured to Tannehill, uh, they couldn't run the ball anymore. Derrick Henry had like 58 yards on 17 carries. Uh, and, and I mean, the Titans, the Titans, bro, like was Julio Jones even out there? Like anybody, just, yeah. was Julio Jones even out there? Apparently uh, had a huge penalty that <laughs> got really pissed at. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was, a, it was a rough game for the Titans. I think they'll bounce back, but I mean, the the, the defense, man, this this Titans mm-hmm. defense is trash. Um, they're gonna give up so many points. The only way the Titans are gonna win games is gonna be through shootouts, which mm-hmm. this team has the capability of of scoring. Mm-hmm. But um, week in and week out, I don't know. I don't know if this Titans team is gonna go to the playoffs. They're lucky yeah. they're in a weak division. Yeah, I'm not too high on them either. Yeah, their division's pretty weak, so they could squeak into the playoffs. But I don't have them going into the playoffs. Um, the line has deteriorated. Obviously, Chandler Jones, five sacks. That's just inexcusable. That You can't let that happen. He was just a monster. Um, the Arizona Cardinals got some dudes, man. I mean, Rondell Moore, uh, Christian Kirk, uh, finally got a double or multi-touchdown game as a Cardinal. Yeah, A.J. Green. They got A.J. Green. Yeah, A.J. Green, too. Like, I didn't even mention his name. I mean, James Conner as a second back is pretty good. Um, Chase Edmonds. So, they have guys. Um, they're going to be really good. They're just stuck in a really tough division. Um, but, yeah, the defense for the Titans has been an issue for the past two years, and it's going to be even worse this year. I, like, yeah, you signed Janoris Jenkins, but, like, who do you have on the other side? Um, Bud Dupree, yeah, he, I don't think he's, like, your number one pass rusher. He's not going to make that much of a difference on defense. So um, I think I've been ringing that bell ever since they signed him. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a rough – um, season for the Titans defensively. I don't see that changing. Yeah. Kyler cooked them, man. Chandler yeah. Jones cooked the offense. Kyler cooked the defense. No yeah. cap. The story of the game. Yeah, the uh, Titans were outmatched throughout the entire game. Um, man, this NFC West, though. NFC West. God darn. Bro, all I'm saying, I know it's a tough division, but if the Cardinals can't make the playoffs this year, Cliff Kingsbury, bro. I'm telling you, man. This yeah, team is too talented. Bad. Look at the roster. 
they got talent everywhere. If they can't make it this year, I don't know what to say. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to the four o'clock games. First game, talk about the Browns and the Chiefs, man. Um, let me start off by saying this. That man, Kevin Stefanski, can coach, bro. I know there's some haters out there, Sean Lee, but this man, Kevin He's Stefanski. On Stefanski? Sean does not like Stefanski for I don't know what reason, but uh, he can coach. He can coach. The first half of his game proved it. The Browns were up a lot. They were up 22-10 at halftime, and it looked like they were in full control of this game. Uh, I mean, you have Nick Chubb running the ball well. Kareem Hunt was getting his good touches in. Baker was throwing some darts. Mm -hmm. But then in the second half, the thing that killed them the most, man, turnovers, turnovers. You cannot turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. Not in Arrowhead, not against Patrick Mahomes, not against the Chiefs at all, bro. They're going to pounce on those turnovers no matter what. The Browns, if you look at the numbers in this game, you would think that they would have they should have won. I mean, they had the time possession, they had everything going well for them, except for those turnovers. And that pretty much sealed the deal, especially when Nick Chubb fumbled in their own 20-yard line after getting a great stop on uh Patrick Mahomes the, the previous drive. You cannot do that. Uh you that. gave him life, and you also had, I think it was a dropped. Punt. Which what the hell led, is he doing? Now? I don't know why he just, just kick the ball. Just kick the why ball. Why is he running? I don't know. He's a running back. Don't know what is happening there. You get Patrick Mahomes. That was a, a free fourteen points. So bad. But yeah, that was so hard to. And we were looking at each other like, "What the hell did you just do?" And at like, that point, on right there, I knew it was like game over, man. There's no way the Browns mm-hmm. are gonna come after this. Too even much I, momentum. Baker had that last drive. Um, I can't even blame him for that pick. He got tripped up from behind. Didn't see it coming. Um, great play. And that's that's all she wrote. The Chiefs are going to win these games because they are they don't make mistakes. That's the thing. They're explosive offense that doesn't make mistakes. That and uh, you cannot give them any any type of possession, any extra possession. So yeah, the Chiefs did the Chiefs things, and they're just they're dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, the the Browns played as good of as as good of a game as they could uh, three quarters in, and you just like the the mistakes are gonna kill you against a team like the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes made an amazing throw to Tyree Kill. I mean, like that play, I feel like he just he just throws it up, and then Tyree Kill just finds a way to get open. Um, I just don't know how they do it. Like it's it's so automatic for them, Kelsey. And uh, Hill, um, I, it doesn't even really matter that they don't have that much depth at the receiver position. Um, but, yeah, I mean, can't make those mistakes. Three turnovers, or three big miscues in the second half um, really doomed them. Um, expected more from Nick Chubb. Uh, he was having a really good game. Um, but, yeah, uh, Baker's – like, I, Baker, even last year in the playoffs, had a chance driving down. Um to win a playoff game in Arrowhead and couldn't do it. And that same thing rings true um, this year. So that's something that Baker's got to improve at. Um, just he's got to be more clutch. Uh, if you want to want the big bucks, you got to make those plays. Mm. Go ahead, Shlok. I guess Shlok didn't, I guess Shlok didn't watch the game either, man. Uh <laughs> Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Bro, I was with Trey the whole time. What do you, what you mean? <laughs> no. Nah, man. That, that man, you, you, I mean, Vincent, you hit on the spot. You can't, you can't make mistakes against this team. They're like the new age Patriots right now. They're going to take, they're going to capitalize. They're going to take advantage of it. And that boy Mahomes can chase a game within a second. You've seen that so many times. 
as much as I love Brady, that man Mahomes, he's he's a baby goat. And uh, yeah, Chiefs Chiefs just know how to win games. And Browns, they played a hell of a game. They they showed a lot of promise. I was very surprised. I thought Baker was going to take a step back. I thought he was going to have a horrible game actually. But that man played well, and we'll see what the Browns do. All right, moving on to the next game. We got Mac Jones debut. I know Slope's a big Patriots fan too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a supporter. I like he's, a, support he's a Patriots supporter, but yeah. Mac Jones debut against uh, his former former teammate, Tua Tungavaloa. And this game was defensive-minded throughout the entire game. Uh, Mac Jones made some good plays. He gave me those old Tom Brady vibes. I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but those 2001, 2002 years in the Patriots, that was what Mac Jones was looking like. Uh, we saw a touchdown. He, he threw the first touchdown of his career, and he didn't even want the ball. That is... That is just a Bill Belichick must love this guy. Um, oh yeah, Mac Jones. I mean, he looked impressive. He didn't make any mistakes. He threw for 281 yards. He had a touchdown. Um, they came down to the last drive, but I think it was Damian Harris who fumbled it. Uh, in the re- in, I think they're driving into the red zone of Miami, and then they just fumbled the game away. But Tua is now eight and three as a starter. I got to give him some credit. He wins games. They're very ugly, and sometimes <laughs> like they shouldn't even be winning. But Tua literally had a mistake in the game where he literally just threw the ball for grabs and the Patriots got the turnover. But uh, luckily, the defense made a nice yeah. play and grabbed the ball back. And that's all she wrote. Yeah, man. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, the boy, Mag, he looks good, man. I just see Tom Brady 2.0 all over him. And and he did enough to win them this game. Like I definitely don't put this loss on him. And Damian Harris, it's unfortunate because he had a good game, and I have a high regards for him too. For that fumble, that, that that really cost them the game. They were they were in position to win that game. If he doesn't fumble that ball, and win that game. Tua, you know, he's kind of in in that sense, he's kind of like Tebow. He's gonna win that game as no matter how ugly it is. Mm. But Dolphins, you know, they got a squad. They got a really good squad. AFC East is gonna be interesting, mm-hmm. especially because I think uh, Allen's gonna regress this year, and I don't think the Bills are what they are. So we'll see what goes on, and and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more Mac Daddy, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was a typical uh, Brian Flores, Bill Belichick bowl. Um, very ugly, low scoring, um, defensive minded, and uh, yeah. I mean, it in the end, it came down to mistakes. Uh, Patriots uncharacteristic penalties, fumbles. Um, I mean, they would have won this game if Damian Harris hadn't fumbled. Um, but yeah, like the turnover margin really, it really uh, affected a lot of these games besides obviously the Cowboys because that's just the Cowboys. But um, yeah, it really swings these games. Oh. And um, yeah, I, you just can't win when you're making mistakes like that. Um, Tua, I don't know what he was thinking throwing that. Uh, it was just, he just chucked it in the middle of like three or four defenders. Um, can't be m- making mistakes like that. Um, I think. He will continue to improve this season. Obviously, this week it was against a tough defense. Um, but, yeah, Waddle looked really good. And I think oh, he's yeah. going to be the best receiver in this class. Um, he looked really really explosive, really fast. Um, hopefully, he can stay healthy. Um, but, yeah, um, your typical AFC East battle. Um, I think this is going to be a slugfest of a division. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I like what I saw from Mag Jones. Just – the typical, like, yeah, I expected that type of game. He looked poised, mm-hmm. looked comfortable, um, made the right plays, didn't try to do too much, didn't push the ball down the field that much. 
but yeah, it was a good debut. Um, probably should have won, but um, on to the next one. But man, Mac Jones is gonna game manage his way to some wins this year, and uh, that Patriots team around him that he has, I feel like he's in the one of the best situations as as oh, the yeah. rookie. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the next game. I know Shrey really wants to talk about this one. We headed over to the Green Bay Packers taking on the New Orleans Saints in Jacksonville, man. I, listen, I'm not even going to harp on Rodgers like that, all right? I know he can play better than this. And I know I know for a fact the rest of the team can play better than this. Um, Jameis balled out. Let me before I, before I talk about Rodgers, let me say this. Jameis Winston balled out. He, did, he went through for 148 yards. He had five touchdowns. Alvin Kamara was hammering the ball away. I mean, the Saints called a great game. Um, but Aaron Rodgers sold this game on purpose. I'm convinced Stop a thousand it. percent, bro. Stop he it. He does not want to be on the Packers, bro. He does not want to be. You saw all the offseason noise. He's talking about, I want to retire. I want to go host Jeopardy, all this stuff. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be the quarterback for the Packers anymore. And this is why he threw the game like that. You're telling me, that if you saw that second interception, what was that, bro? There's no explaining what that second interception was. He literally threw it up for grabs. A safety. No, he was time. trying to be Mahomes. He thought he was Mahomes there. He, well, he, he will never be. He won't be Mahomes. He's not going to be Mahomes. He's not better than Mahomes. I'm sorry. Um, also, I got to say this. Aaron Rodgers... Um, Listen, if you want to get out of Green Bay, it's fine, bro. Like you don't have to fold for your team, though. You don't have to. You don't have to sell your whole team out, bro. He still like, gives them a better chance than Jordan Love, though. Even even when he's bad, Jordan Love played well when he was in. He threw seven passes. He was I think playing he against some yards. second stringers, bro. I don't care. I don't care what Jordan Love. If Aaron Rodgers loses to Jared Goff next week, I'm telling you, he's selling the season on purpose, and he's gonna get traded before the trade deadline. And listen, y'all can say I'm crazy, conspiracy, whatever. You're telling me Aaron Rodgers. Looked like that. He looked like that. You told me the MVP from last year comes into the first game this year looking like that. Bro, he had no, Just, like, offseason. He didn't do anything. That, whose MVP. fault is that? Whose fault is that? It's the Russ. I know whose fault. fault is that? It's he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, he doesn't want to be there. Him and Devontae, I mean, listen, if y'all want to leave, you can leave, but don't sell out your team, bro. Just request the trade. Just they request pin- the trade, man. Request the trade and get out, man. This is embarrassing to the game of football, bro. You can't just sell your whole team like that. That's bro, all I gotta say, man. Conspiracy? You believing in all these conspiracy conspiracy theories? Uh, I think it was just a bad game. We've seen the Packers do this. They just get absolutely whooped at least one one game every year. Uh, they did that last year against the Bucks. The year before that, against the Chargers and the 49ers. They just put up these stinkers. Like, I just don't – It's. it just looks like they're not ready to play. It's not really explainable. Um, I just don't know what happened. It's just so weird. They just look – they just unravel completely for a game each year. This time it happened to be the first game of the year. Um, I really don't agree with a lot of these coaches who decide to just not play any of their players, their starters in the um, preseason. And you see, like, teams that are prepared are going to kill you. Um, they like Sean Payne and played his starters and um, um, they looked ready to play. Um, the defense was headhunting. They were, they, they played one of the best games I've ever seen. Um, everyone was locked up. Adams was locked up. There were no windows to throw. Um, Rogers. Uh, yeah, that was just, that was really ugly. Uh, I've never seen him throw picks like that, especially that second one. I don't know what he was doing there. Usually, when he chucks those out of the end zone, I expect it to be caught by a Packer. But uh, that was just way off. Um, the first one, apparently, 
he said he got hit in the nuts twice as he was throwing. So oh, that, my God. <laughs> and, and he does not wear a cup. He said he does not wear a cup. So that must have hurt. Imagine getting clocked at the same time by two different players while you're throwing the ball. That's not going to end well. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, besides that, there's no excuses for the rest of this game. They really couldn't get on the field. They ran 12 plays, I think, in the first half leading up to that last drive that got them a field goal. But, yeah, really ugly. Um, I don't understand why they uh, fired the defensive coordinator, Mike Pettin, after they were a top-10 defense last year um, for Joe Barry. And as a Washington fan, I know Joe Barry is not good. So, uh, yeah, good luck this year with that defense. Um, oh, the, the last dance is not off to a very good start. Let me start off. Let me say this right now. If they lose to the Lions next week, it's time to hit panic mode if you're a Green Bay fan. Because there is no way Aaron Rodgers loses to the Lions, bro. No way. I saw the Lions play this week. They should have lost 41 to 17. Don't lie, don't let the scoreboard fool you, bro. It was not 41 to 33. If they lose to that team, Aaron Rodgers is selling the season on purpose, bro. And I, I swear, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a book about this one of these days. Um, <laughs> Moving on to the next game, man. The Sunday night football game. We got Matthew Stafford making his debut for the Rams uh, against the Chicago Bears. And it was a pretty entertaining game. I'm not going to lie. For the first half, at least, it was entertaining. And that Rams offense finally has some dynamic quarterback, bro. A quarterback who's not afraid to chuck the ball deep. Matthew Stafford played one of the best games of his career. I'm not going to lie. Of his career. That's what happens when you give him the weapons he deserves, an O-line who can protect him, and a running game. I know they didn't get the 100 yards, but he got, he got 16 carries on seven. Daryl Henderson played well. The defense held their own. Andy Dalton made some mistakes. But other than that, man, Matthew Stafford is going to have a great year, man. I'm, I say he might be an all-pro quarterback this year if the Rams can continue playing the way they play. Um, this team is a Super Bowl contender, whether you like it or not. And... I don't like that. That's all I'm going to yeah. say, man. The Rams are a dangerous-looking team, man. Especially, they might be the second team to host a Super Bowl in their home in their home uh, stadium this year. Uh, just a hot take, man. <laughs> you want me to go, you want me to go, Trey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, me and him were watching this game, too. And I was just telling him every time, I was like, damn, this team is dangerous. This team... As, as a guy who wants uh, Brady to win a day three, I'm scared of this team. This, I'm the most scared of this team because offensively, they look great. I, I didn't see a bad performance from anyone. And then defensively, they got they got two 99-plus uh, people in Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donnie. So I'm scared of this team, man. And then, I mean, I know they're playing the Bears, and I think Fields should have gotten more, you know, snaps. You know, I, I, and it was interesting what they were doing. I didn't think we were going to see him so early on in the first quarter and, like, the, a lot of red zone play. But that was interesting. But I think he just pulled the trigger and started the field because he's going to give them a lot of dynamic in this team. And Matt Nagy, I don't know. Why, why are you going for a fourth and 15, though? Like, what, what are you doing? Take the fucking ball, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if I can curse or not, but keep the damn ball. Take the field goal. Oh, man. But, yeah. That's really all I have to say about that. Yeah, the Bears baffled me with all those fourth downs. I don't know what they're doing. There was a point where they didn't go for it on fourth and two, um, but they went for it on fourth and seven, and then fourth and five, and fourth and fifteen. Yeah, fourth and so gloomy, bro. It just looked <clears throat> like Matt. Oh my gosh, the wrong water went down the wrong pipe. I don't have COVID. Um, but yeah, um, 
it just I just didn't understand some of their decision making in some situations. Um, a lot of dinking and dunking. Um, the line is not good for the Bears, um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly for uh, Andy Dalton. Um, he's a statue back there. He's a sitting duck. I think they should go with Fields. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> they should go with Fields. Um, he looked really good in the few plays he played. Um, he can move around. He's going to make up for a lot of the deficiencies on the offensive line. Um, but, yeah, as for the Rams, they looked amazing. Um, I liked how their defense played. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was all over the field. Aaron Donald did his Aaron Donald things. He got a sack at the end. Um, but, yeah, Jalen Ramsey, uh, I underrated him a lot earlier in his career. But I think he is – the top corner in the league. Um, and he was just all over the field. Um, and Stafford really looked good. Mm. Find that offensive line. Better than Jared Goff? Better than Jared Goff? Yeah, he did. I mean, 1,000. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. The weapons look good. I think a lot of people are overstating how the running game might struggle. I think they're going to be just fine. They have a good line. And Sean McVay draws up some good plays. So they should be fine. Um, as a balanced offense, I think Matthew Stafford, um, his addition to this team, they look scary, man. I think they could definitely challenge what did the, I say? the Bucks. I'm telling you, man, there's, I th- I'm gonna say this: they are the most balanced team in the NFL right now. Currently, offensively, defensively, even special teams. I mean, they they got weapons everywhere, man. Uh, I mean, like special teams, Matt Gay, tough kicker, and you got Johnny Hecker too. Top five, top five punter in the league, man. Like this team got got weapons everywhere. I think they're a Super Bowl contender um, after Week One. I know it might be overreacting, but I mean they look really good. Yeah, I mean they had two touchdowns over fifty yards in one game, uh, and they only had two of those the entire season last year. I so wonder like, who was throwing the ball last year. Man. Just goes crazy. to show you how dynamic this offense is now with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, moving on to the craziest game, the last game we're going to talk about. <clears throat> the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas. Um, this was the craziest game I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Um, I mean, I got to give the Raiders credit. John Gruden coached decently well. Uh, I don't want to, you know, say too much, but I mean, I thought the Ravens were going to blow this game out the water. At, at, at the point where it was 14 0 in the second quarter, I thought this game was over. But Derek Carr hung in there and he made some great, great throws. Um, they gave up on the running game, which is fine. You don't need to run that much when you have Darren Waller getting 20 targets a game. Uh, this man, Derek Carr, kind of saved them. I'm not going to lie. He threw some passes that were on the money and somewhere dropped. Uh, I was slandering him in the beginning of the game, but he made it for, up for it at the end of the game. And uh, I got to talk about Daniel Carlson, man. That guy, got a, he got a leg, bro. He got a leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, 55 that was going to be good from yeah. 60. 55 yards to send the game into overtime. And um, even when the game was in overtime, I thought the Ravens had the better shot to win the game until – um, Lamar fumbled that, but I want to say this about John Gruden. He is so lucky, bro. He is the luckiest <laughs> man in the in the in the world right now, bro. The fact that he made that many mistakes coaching last night and they still won the game, it just doesn't. It blows my mind. Um, the fact that you have a the fact that you want, that they quote unquote won the game, got called back, 
and then he and then Leatherwood, their first round pick, gets a false start. They turn it over, yeah, get right, the yeah. ball back. As soon as Lamar fumbles the ball, they get the ball back. Um, they get a nice play, and then they get a false start. I'm, or not a false start. They get a delay of game because this man, John Gruden, doesn't know whether to send the kick unit out. It's just like, bro, this man, John Gruden, is trolling. But, you know, he is he's built for Vegas, man. It's the entertainment capital of the world for a reason. Look at this guy. Like, there's just – last night was a movie. movie. It was an actual movie, that game. And uh, I got to give the Raiders credit. They – I mean, they they – the turnovers on the Ravens side really cost them those two fumbles. I think if Lamar didn't have them, they would have won this game easily. Yeah. But uh, the Raiders somehow found a way to win. Yeah. This was a great game. It was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, I, probably one of the weirdest games I've ever seen. It started off as a really, really sloppy game on for both teams. Uh, a lot of drops, a lot of misses, um, penalties. Like It was just weird. And then it got great uh, at the end. Uh, the Raiders made a fierce comeback. Um, my performance of the week, Derek Carr, I mean, he looked really he, – he was wheeling and dealing. Um, he made some really nice plays, especially that last drive. He was throwing some darts. That last throw to Edwards um, to set him up with, for that field goal, he had a guy who, if he waited like a millisecond, it would have gotten stripped, and he threw a laser. Um, he just – he looked really good. He was in control. Uh, 435 yards, three touchdowns. Um, what a way to open up Vegas. That stadium was rocking. Um, so much drama. The end of the game, they, they were shaking hands, and all of a sudden you have to go back in. They make the stop. Max Crosby, he was he was everywhere on that field yesterday. He's a really good player. Um, I think he really made a name for himself on a national stage last year or last night. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Raiders, they tend to win these weird, like, just random upsets. They They look good. Um, at the start of season. It's all about finishing, and we'll see what happens with them moving forward. Um, but, yeah, as for the Ravens, I thought Lamar looked really good in the pocket, especially in the first half. Um, he was really reluctant to run, um, which was pretty weird. But, like, he – I mean, he looked good. He was making some nice throws from the pocket. Um, he made a really nice one to uh, Sammy Watkins for a huge gain in the fourth quarter. But, yeah, yeah. in the end – Yet again, mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. Uh, Lamar can't be fumbling those balls. They probably would have won if he hadn't done that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's going to improve upon it. He looked really sick. He put it on himself. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Lamar will bounce back. I don't think it's going to be next week, though, against the Chiefs on Sunday night. So. I think Sloak's got something technical. Oh, okay, yeah, we can hear you. He's gone again. I guess we can't. All right. Well, whenever Sloak gets back, you can give us his breakdown. Uh, I think he's walking in class right now, so, you know, the Wi-Fi's a little spotty. You know how it is over there in Maryland. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, what's good? Oh, I don't know why. I'm walking to class right now, baby. Well, that's exactly what I said. Hmm. <laughs> Yo, I was watching this game yeah, it was quite the atmosphere, man. Such a roller coaster. Oh, what a great start to Lamar. But uh, unfortunately, they didn't get the win. Lamar, he, he looked, he looked like himself out there. Yeah, he was a little reluctant to run because I, I guess he wanted, he was trying to show off his passing skills. Yeah, he wants to show that he's actually a quarterback, not running back. But <laughs> damn. But yo, what, what I tell you about what I tell you about Sammy Walkish, man, it's a great addition. 
It'll bro, he's the week. He's the week one goat, bro. He's gonna be yeah. nice in the week in the first week. Uh, I'm clutch. He's very Tom Brady esque again, if I may say. Mm. And yeah. driving. Marquise Brown looked good too. <clears throat> Yo, he did. He, I'm not even gonna lie. He did. I didn't even know that was him. I forgot he changed. Yeah. Yeah, Derek Carr. Shout out Derek Carr. Shout out Carl Nassib. Yeah, that fumble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout oh, out. yeah. Shout out to Carl Nassib. Just forced the um, fumble. But yeah. He did force the fumble. Yeah, he yeah, did. He Let's did. go. Let's go. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say that, that the Ravens, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were. Mm-hmm. People came into the year expecting, especially with all the injuries that happened. Mm-hmm. The um, line is not that good either. Yeah, the line's not great. Um, Villanueva looks a little old. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a rough season for Ravens fan, Raven fans. They're not going to be as good as they were in the past couple of years. But uh, I think they'll still be good enough to sneak into the wild card. And, yeah, moving on, I got to talk about our most impressive and most disappointing performances of the week. I'm going to start off with disappointing. Straight, you know where I'm going with this, man. You know exactly where I'm going with this. I'm going with my man's Aaron Rodgers, bro. <laughs> Off an MVP season, and he goes out and sells his team like this. That's what disappoints me the most. Like, listen, you can have a bad game. I won't be mad. But the fact that he did it so blatantly, so in just in front of everybody's face, like, oh, I don't want a beer. I don't want a beer. And drops three points. Yeah, that was, uh, that was disappointing. I thought Aaron Rodgers was the so-called GOAT or top five quarterback all time. He was never the GOAT. He was never the GOAT. Yeah, he was never the GOAT. Um, supposedly top five quarterback all time, all this, and he goes out and sells his team. It's okay. It's okay, man. It, it, that's what disappointed me the most. Uh, I don't care how bad he played, but it's just the it's just the lack of effort, man. He just doesn't care about his team anymore, which is so sad. This is what exactly – you know, you expect your, your quarterback to be a leader in the locker room, but obviously, you know, we can't depend on Aaron Rodgers anymore. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait, man. Just wait. You'll see. He's going to bounce back. He'll be fine. But, yeah, I'm going to start off with the most disappointing, too. Um, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons as an entire team. That was just uh, – that was embarrassing. Um, Arthur Smith's supposed to be known as this uh, offensive genius, putting up six <laughs> points. Um, uh, they just looked – they just looked awful. Uh, the line isn't that great. Um, I think that's going to be – a really huge struggling point because you have an immobile quarterback in Matt Ryan who looked pretty old um, on Sunday. Um, defensively, I mean, this this defense has been horrible for as long as we've known pretty much. Uh, they were the worst pass defenses in NFL history last year, and they let Jalen Hurts do whatever he wanted, running the ball, throwing the ball. Um, everyone was cooking for the Eagles. Um, all their young guys, uh, Devontae Smith had a touchdown. Um, they had, I mean, they just really did whatever they wanted. They ran all over them. Miles Sanders had a good game. Um, I don't. I just don't think this bodes well. A lot of people the last week were coming in. They were like, oh, yeah, the Falcons might surprise some people. Um, but I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be the start of a rebuild um, this year in Atlanta. And it was just. You just can't be losing like that at home um, to open the season, um, especially against a team in the Eagles that a lot of people are not high on coming in. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Right. Make sure the Wi-Fi is you know, connected. But uh, this is a biased one for me because he's on my fantasy team. But I was like, he didn't do anything. And that's Saquon Barkley, man. 
about coming coming off his uh you know injury, I think he tore his ACL. I, I was expecting a big game from him, and man's only had like what like thirty one yards. I don't know how many rushes he had. Yeah. It's hard to run when your team is always constantly behind. Then I get it. I get it. And has a horrendous offensive line. Yeah, I get it. I get it. There's excuses there for sure, and they're valid. But if you're that guy, you're the number two pick, 2017 draft. You gotta, you gotta show out, man. You gotta, you gotta do it. Give me at least like 50, man. Give me at least 50 yards. Give me a mm. touchdown. So, for me, you know. go ahead. For my most impressive performance of the week, uh, I'm gonna go Chandler Jones right here. Ooh. He single-handedly changed the game for the Cardinals. Five sacks uh, in three quarters. He had three in the first quarter, and that pretty much knocked the Titans out of the game. Um, Kyler Murray could do his thing or whatever, but the fact that Chandler Jones, a defensive player, could impact the game as much as he did, that was impressive, impressing me the most. Um, I feel like Tannehill could never get his groove because he was always looking his back and seeing Chandler Jones there. And, uh, I, I mean, I think five sacks in the first game, I think Chandler Jones is already – going to be the sack leader by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, for most impressive, I already said Derek Carr, but I'm going to go with another guy in um, Kyler Murray. Um, a lot of people had some doubts that he could stay healthy. He got a little banged up at the end of um, last season and did not perform to the level he was performing at the first half of the season. But, I mean, he was just – he. it's like a video game for him. He was running around everywhere. Um, in the backfield, finding whoever he wanted. Um, he found Hop twice for touchdowns, threw a beautiful ball to Kirk um, deep um, for a touchdown, and um, he ran for one, two. He started celebrating at, like, the eight-yard line, and he had two people, like, kind of in front of him, too. So it just goes to show you the talent he is. Um, Kenny said that he would be um, the MVP, and he, he got off to a really good start. I think he has a real shot, especially if, um, they can get to the playoffs in that really, really tough NFC West division. Sure, I can't, I can't hate on you for that pick. And uh, I like the Chandler Jones pick too, but uh, I would say Brady, but I'm not going to be biased. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. I was not Oof. expecting to see that game from him, especially uh, last night in week one. I thought it was going to be rusty. I don't think he played much preseason. And uh, mm-hmm. I was really surprised. I know it's the Falcons. Their defense is pretty easy, terrible. But uh, he, he did his thing. He even ran well. He was kind of looking like Michael Vick out there. No, I didn't see the game, but I did see the stats. So <laughs> it was a 1 o'clock game, of course, so I didn't see it. But uh, 71, 71 yards rushing, two touchdowns. One to Devontae. One to, uh, did Rieger have a touchdown? Rieger, Dallas uh, Goddard, and Devontae all had touchdowns. Man, three Goddard, touchdowns. The one to Goddard was a dot. Dude, I, I'm not going to lie, man. Coming into the season, I was not high on Jalen Hurts. I thought Jalen Hurts was, yeah. like, on the verge. Like, he had to keep his job and ball right. this year or else he would have been gone. I thought he was going to have a QB competition with Flacco, low-key. Hey, yeah, I, it's the Falcons, too, so let's just – Yeah, you know. but, I mean, but it is week one, and I didn't expect what I was going to see from Jalen Hurts, and I was very impressed. So I mean, as a Cowboys fan, hey, if they win next week against San Francisco, I would – Yeah, that's key. scary. That's I would be scary. like, maybe we should we should take the Eagles seriously. Maybe. And, um, I mean, they, the Cowboys play in week three. So, we, we will see what happens in the season. I'm just – I mean, I was taken aback by Jalen Hurts. But that defense was the most impressive thing about the Eagles yesterday, I think. They balled out. True. And they True. locked up. I mean, this Falcons offense has weapons. They got Calvin Ridley. Um, they got Matt Ryan. 
Kyle Pitts, and they locked everybody up. They only scored six points. So, uh, yeah, we was – I don't know, man. The Eagles, that was like week one. They look a little, little scary. Uh, we'll see what happens next week against San Francisco, though. Yes, sir. All right, well, all that being said, that's going to wrap up our show for this week. Remember to follow us on Instagram at City Boy Rock Podcast and follow Sloke on TikTok, of course, at Sloke <laughs> underscore A underscore Cola. You already know. You already know. Hey, follow City Boy Rock, the best podcast in the world. No cap, no cap. Um, yeah, get ready for my uh, Washington football team obituary if we lose on Thursday. You guys are not losing. I, I would mean bro, season's I, over, bro. I'm tired of you saying season's over, bro. Why do they always stress me out, man? Bro, last year, How you guys, I was all right, like, listen, first of all, you guys, all right, you guys lose to the Giants. Okay, if you guys lose to the Giants, you got we Buffalo, have Buffalo and then Atlanta. And then the Saints, and then the Chiefs and the Packers. Okay, never mind. The season yeah, might be exactly. Se- exactly. Season might be over. Season might be over. Low key, man. So hey, if we hey. can get the Packers before Bakhtiari comes back, no, before Aaron Rodgers, before Aaron Rodgers uh, decides to like get traded, that's what it is, man. Before he decides to cut his hair, you know, trim up a little. Oh bit. my God, dude, this schedule is rough. Yeah, exactly. If they don't beat the saying. Giants. They got Buffalo and then Atlanta, which is a free win, I would say. New Orleans, Kansas City, Green Bay. Denver, who's looking better. Tampa Bay. Oh, my goodness. This is a scary Oh, season. I'm going to be at that Tampa game, too. Oh, man. Man, those, those late games against Cowboys might not even matter at the end of the year. That's crazy. Okay. Oh. Yeah, man. Listen, they're already stressing me out, man. Listen, you better worry about the Chargers next week, man. We're going to go 0-2, too. I, I'm not even stressed, but look at, their next, look at the games after that, though. I don't know. We got the Eagles. We got the all right. I'll say I'll say right now, man. The games after the Chargers, if we lose, we go 0 2, right? We got the Eagles next winnable game, Panthers, Giants. That's what that's where that's already three, that's already three and two. And then we got the Patriots hit or miss. Then we got the Vikings, which I think we can win. Broncos hit or miss. Falcons, we're gonna win that game. Chiefs, look, the Cowboys are gonna be fine, man. We're gonna be fine coming coming by the end of the season, bro. <sighs> the yeah. first pace. I hope so for your Bro, don't even stress it, man. But with all that being said, that's going to wrap up our show, man. I will see you all next week. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. Peace. Thank you, guys. Peace. Thank you. Peace.